everybody, Jonathan Doyle with you once again, my friends, for the Catholic Teacher Daily Podcast going out around the world. Welcome aboard, wherever you are, wherever you're listening in this great big journey we are on together in Catholic education. I've been up early, I'm in the studio early, I want to bring you something really useful. I'm excited about the year ahead, I'm recording this early in the year, and uh, Karen and I are really excited about uh, where the whole thing's heading this year. The uh, I'm going to be back in the US, I'm so excited, I've... Uh, Karen's been dealing with a whole bunch of great people in the US and looking forward to be back, uh, being back there speaking very soon. So I th- I'm not sure the exact dates. I'll be there a few times. And so please feel free to reach out if you're, uh, I know I have a lot of superintendents of Catholic education listening or you know, teachers might want to pass this around, pass it up the chain. But if you'd like me to come and speak live uh, in the US this year, I would love to be back there. So uh, please reach out. You can email me personally at Jonathan at onecatholicteacher.com. So please feel free to do that. Last bit of housekeeping, please make sure you've subscribed. If you're a new listener, hit that big subscribe button. Always uh, great to have new people listening. So make sure we can get that to you on a daily basis. And wherever you're listening, there will be a whole load of links under here where you can get free stuff such as um, free access, 10 weeks of free access to the Going Deeper Catholic Teacher Formation Program where you're going to get a video from us every once a week, really short video from Karen and I where we're sort of going deep into what it means to be a Catholic educator. So grab that. And of course, if you are in leadership in Catholic education and you'd like to book me for a private call, I'm sort of mentoring and coaching a lot of Catholic leaders and executives around the world. So go and book that 30-minute call. There'll be a link there. Today, friends, let's jump in. Regular listeners know I say this quite frequently, but uh, one of the things I love about my Catholic faith is just the rhythms and the rhythms, the rhythms and routines that keep me so grounded. Uh, you know, sometimes, gosh, isn't it beautiful? It's just the, the faith, my Catholic faith, it, it kind of grounds me. And one of those practices, of course, is praying the divine office most days. And today, my friends, wherever you are in the world, or I could be here in Australia, we're, a day, we're usually a day ahead of many listeners because of uh, of time zones. But today's the feast of St. Scholastica, who is the sister of St. Benedict. So we're talking 5th century and uh, one of the great uh, Catholic saints. And as I was praying the office for her today, Something really jumped out at me, and, and often for me, this is how the Holy Spirit works. Like, I, I sort of read something, and it just resonates, and there's a sense to share it with you. And it's very simple. The first antiphon, 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 please be accepting of my pronunciation. The first antiphon is um, beautiful. It's just so simple. It says this, I will bear witness to Christ. It is Christ that I seek. With Christ, I desire to be united. Listen to that first part. I will bear witness to Christ. So the saints particularly, you know, their example is ultimately an example of witnessing to the one whom they loved beyond all things. And, you know, earlier this week in the podcast, we had the feast of St. Peter, uh, St. Paul Mickey, uh, one of the Japanese martyrs of the 16th century, whose, whose martyrdom, of course, you know, does many, many different things. It operates on many different levels, but ultimately it's a witness It's saying to the world, I am so utterly convinced of the truth of what I believe that I am prepared to suffer and die for it. So I love this line here, I will bear witness to Christ. And as I prayed it this morning, there was a sense to just share with you all as Catholic educators, isn't this in many ways the essence of what we do? That our task is, yes, it's to educate, to draw out 
the intelligence and gifts of every single student, but ultimately it is to bear witness to Christ. See, what did the apostles do? If you've been watching the Chosen series that I've been watching, um, now what do the apostles do? They take the teaching of the Master and they communicate that teaching to new people. They witness to the to their teacher. You know, that's what a disciple is, and particularly the apostles, right? So in Catholic education, what we're ultimately trying to do is witness to Christ, is to live in such a way, to be in such a way, to teach in such a way, to interact with our students and our colleagues and families in such a way that we witness to our experience and our encounter with Christ. And that leads me to the um, the responsory from this morning, the response to the scripture reading here in the Divine Office was, uh, My heart has said of you, I have sought your presence it is your face that I will continue to seek. So I want to look about this, just briefly talk about this kind of circular relationship here between bearing witness to Christ and the constant seeking of Christ and his presence. Do you see this kind of this relationship here? Even in today's divine office, you see this this sense of that it is seeking the presence of Christ, deepening a relationship with him that then allows us to witness to Christ. So if we're kind of not sort of seeking his presence then it's hard to witness. So for many years, I guess, you know, I often say that I, I get surprised when people keep booking me because I don't have much to say except the basic few things, right? I keep saying the same things ever since I've been a speaker. It's kind of like, look, we're creating the image of God. We have this incredible potential and capacity, but left to ourselves, our track record is not great, Right. So what we need is to be in the presence of Christ. And how do we do that? Well, we do it primarily through the sacraments, through prayer. We can do it through creation. We can do it through scripture study, what we call the helps of the faith, right? But if we're not doing any of those things, then we eventually end up drawing on an empty well. And I think this epidemic of burnout in education, now it is complex because it's to do with a whole bunch of factors, the complexity of the vocation, all the demands and pressures that keep increasing. So I'm not just saying that if people are burning out, it's because they're not, you know, holy enough. It's definitely not that. But I wonder that if we draw more deeply into dependence on Christ, that he'll carry us through these challenging times. So friends, summary, that what we're really about in Catholic education is witnessing we don't want to get bogged in the weeds, right? We don't want to get caught down those rabbit trails of, you know, that the whole purpose of what we're doing is to get kids into college and university. We need to get them the best. And that's, that's, that's the outgrowth. That's the result of a heart given over to Christ that seeks the best for young people. But I think you might agree that often in education, that's become the whole thing. It's become the purpose. So we need to keep our eyes fixed on the author and perfecter of our faith, right? We need to remember why we're here in the first place in Catholic education. We're here to be witnesses to Christ, and we do that by seeking his presence. And St. Scholastica is a great example of that, somebody who chose a radical form of life because more than anything else in the in, in the world, more than her own success, more than you know public approval, what she wanted more than anything was to be with Christ, and here we are, you know what, how many years later is it, 1,600 years, give or take? 1,600 years? 1,500 years? Here we are, all these centuries later, and we're remembering this woman because primarily she was a witness to Christ. And, uh, you know, maybe history is not going to remember each of us quite the same way, right? I've often been struck that my father's been dead now for maybe, I don't know, 10 years or so, longer. And what really struck me is his whole 
life, like after the funeral and everything, I, I remember I had this plastic bag, and in this bag was a shirt that he used to wear. And they often say that, you know, that when you lose somebody, it's often that the, the smell of their clothing and stuff is one of those things that stays with you the longest. And I eventually remember even that disappeared from the clothing and slowly, you know, his possessions were in storage or they were sold. And, and I suddenly realized one day, I thought, wow, his entire life has has come down to these few little possessions. And even, you know, when, when I pass on in, you know, to heaven, God willing, that he his memory will slowly disappear from the earth. And I didn't get depressed by that. I thought, well, okay, so history only seems to remember a few of us. So what are the rest of us doing? And I just deeply believe that we don't get to know the answer to that question. <laughs> we don't. It's mystery. But what gives me consolation is to know that what we do does matter. Yeah, maybe in 15, 1600 years from now, you and I won't be in the divine office. But what we do today still matters. You know, it's that old line from Gladiator with Russell Crowe where he says, What we do today echoes in eternity. And I believe that. I believe that it's each student you interact with today does matter. It is going to echo in eternity. Sure, you might not uh, you might not get to be in stained glass in the future, but don't let that take away from the importance of every single interaction that you undertake today in Catholic education because, you know, Jesus sees it. He sees everything and he remembers it all. And after when I spoke at the NCA convention... I remember saying to people, when you get to heaven, I think it's going to be like, you know, <laughs> because time will be irrelevant, you know, God's going to sit you down, it'll be this big flat screen TV, and he's going to show you all these interactions and say, ha, remember that conversation you had with that student? You didn't think much of it, but guess what it did? It, it, it impacted them like this, and then it caused them to do this, and then it took them on this direction. And you know, how else is he acting in history, right? How else is God acting in history if not through his saints, if not through people like you? All right, that's it. Please go and check out all those links. Make sure you've subscribed. I would love you to share this with some people. Grab the link, post it on your social feed, share this around. Book a time for a coaching call or go and get free access to the Going Deeper program. But God bless you, everybody. My name is Jonathan Doyle. This has been the Catholic Teacher Daily Podcast. And you and I are going to talk again tomorrow.